0: everybody my name is grab elwood
1: uh really are you sure yeah <laughs> come on up hard
0: buddy come on international dragway i
1: guess i'm doing episode that 232 that's it's right. pretty man. exciting that's welcome great. back from china thank you we already yeah again we talked about it last week mm, they'll remember okay welcome back <laughs>
0: you still tired you're more how are you more tired than me i have international jet lag um uh yeah still back from china it was great guys thanks for listening to last week's episode and i'm glad chris didn't yeah uh,
1: so so yeah oh when did you get here That's, i got here a while ago buddy oh, all right I've been great back Good for to see a week
0: you. we've worked several times mm, uh, yeah no
1: recollection it's yeah, so weird
0: we've had a yeah. uh, Podfest meeting we've had phone calls it's been really exciting yeah. an exciting eight nine, seven
1: eight days all right i'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk to tell you guys about for LA Podfest. A lot of really exciting stuff going on. Um, we've got we're going to be talking about the movies Cavalry, Frank, and also a, um, a DVD streaming pick Blue Ruin, which sounds very interesting. A revenge movie. Yes. And uh, we're going to be doing all sorts of cool stuff in between. We got a lot. We got some earbuds news, uh, Podfest news. We're going to get into it all. But first let's introduce our guest
0: let us introduce our guest
1: yeah one of the cfn writers and he's been with us for a very long time we mm-hmm. are happy to have him a comedian and also a co-host of the um professor blastoff mm-hmm. podcast ladies and gentlemen welcome dave huntsberger
2: hey guys thanks for having me back good Sh- to be here sure <laughs>
0: Going really hardcore the other way from how I started, yeah. Because I yeah, gave yeah. it all
2: hot and heavy, You just said, <laughs> I'm coming in just real polite. You're going and in. Bad. You're going in PR on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just want
0: to say thank you. Uh, it's a wonderful time. Syrian <laughs> President Assad today announced that the gassing was not his doing.
2: This That's was- right, not his doing. <laughs> <laughs> spice up npr yeah, yeah. good <laughs> bad for g- <laughs> <laughs>
0: it would be great if uh, this is the premise for a really dumb sitcom um but this is my sitcom premise okay lay it on uh, me. lay it on me uh a morning dj guy is out of work and gets a job at an npr place and so he has to deal with all these hippie npr people
1: yeah all i right. feel like that's already been on where that's uh what
0: show W K R P and Cincinnati. Rhythm
1: and Hughes with <laughs> Roger Cabler. Rhythm
0: and Hughes? <laughs> was that a movie? No,
1: or? it was Rhythm uh, no, it was a uh It was a white guy that got a job at like a black station. Ah, fish (laughs) out of water, (laughs) guys!
0: It's always funny. Uh, Also, it's exciting to have you back because you were on the episode that uh, was the birthplace of hashtag work it.
2: That's right. Yeah, Yeah. great to see it like pop up on Twitter and (laughs) still alive. Like, oh, it's still going. (laughs) From when I was tired, I went,
0: "All right, carry, guys, work it."
2: Yeah. It still makes me laugh. It <laughs> makes no sense. Still makes no sense. <laughs> Nor will it ever.
0: <laughs> it makes less sense than when we just put hashtag JGL
2: on things. <laughs> the There's so many little idioms in speech that you don't know where they come from. And you say, oh, people just say that, like, you know, and that's a slippery con- slope or whatever. We'll yeah. continue
1: and, the tradition.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but this, people. That listen to this are going to be 80 years old, and their grandson or granddaughter is yeah. going to be like, Ah, oh, work it. And yeah. So going to go, Where's that come from? Well, I used to listen <laughs> to <Yeah. a> podcast. <laughs> Before the,
0: b- b- pod, the internet was blown away by Skynet, we had podcasts.
1: <laughs> and if we didn't like a movie, we would leave it. We would leave it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We would write negative reviews for free content because that was our God given
1: right. I remember when we had to type in hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't coming directly from our brains. Now uh, we're all slaves. Um, <laughs> thank you, robot overlords.
0: <laughs> work it. Oh robot overlords?
1: Robot Overlords. Work them. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I want to definitely hashtag work it to everybody who came out to the Improv Saturday night. That
1: was a really fun show. That was a fun show. We had a special guest. We had a special guest. It was a surprise even to us. Yeah,
0: Damon Wayans um d- dusted off some really great '90s homophobia, and uh, it was it was solid. Yeah. It was solid stuff. It was good business. Um, so yeah, thanks to everyone who came out for that. That was that was always yeah. It was
1: a fun show. I mean, you're always worried about a late show because you're never sure of the crowd. And it was actually a really nice mm-hmm. crowd. And it was really fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, your karate class has never missed a show.
0: Jer- Sensei Jerry Blank has always yeah, shows it's up. It's
1: truly, awesome. truly uh, supportive.
0: You got go mm-hmm. to go uh, to. Jerry Blank's Martial Arts School in Pacific Palisades I'll give him a shout <laughs> yeah brings, they deserve he it a bunch of people every show <laughs> so if you want your kids to take classes or you're an adult and you're in the Pacific Palisades go to Jerry Blank's do they
2: have guys. kids classes? of course particularly oh. if you're looking to get some exposure to what sort of art form you're pursuing as
1: well if yeah. they weren't <laughs> get a one man show
2: take a karate class get yeah. this guy in there yeah
1: if they weren't 200 miles away from Sherman Oaks, I would take my kids there. I know.
0: <laughs> and if you... Uh, I know. In fact, how are you going to drive through these fireballs of heat? Right. <laughs> it's so goddamn hot in the valley. I actually yeah. had
1: trouble opening the door to the garage because the doorknob heated up so much, I could barely open it. Yeah, you got to
0: touch it with the back of your hand like a firefighter right? does uh, yeah. <laughs> when they're looking for bodies.
2: We, everyone uh, in Los Angeles seems to kind of... Uh, pick at the middle of the country a little bit because that's where they... We generalize them as sitting around talking about like oh they just make small talk talk about the weather that's, that's all anyone can
0: talk about here the yeah, last week
2: anytime the weather here changes one yeah, percent people
1: oh, slip the yeah, fuck yeah, out yeah, it's, it's, it's like, news yeah it's yeah.
2: not seventy
0: eight and sunny what in the
1: sweet <laughs> yes.
2: Christmas is going on
0: <laughs> it's
1: the end of days
2: <laughs> I kind of like it though because I I feel like you know that thing about frogs will be in a pot and then as the, as it gets hotter they'll just die they don't yeah. recognize I think that's, they're just above small talk. I think they just don't want to acknowledge, like, oh, it's getting pretty hot in here, huh? And then they die, and that's all we're doing is going, like, this thing we live on is abnormally hot right now. And everyone goes, yeah, we go, okay. We're all under the- don't we're worry all- about it. We all yeah. are familiar that the, cl- the climate is different, just so we all know. So we're not <laughs> dumb,
0: snobby frogs.
2: Yeah, we're yeah. not going to just die, I'm like, well, I couldn't bring myself to mention. Sure
1: it's hot out there. Well, frogs hate America, though. That's, yeah. that's the difference. That's
2: yeah, goddamn
0: right.
3: <laughs>
1: it's got, that's goddamn right. So, you want to talk about cavalry? This um, this movie actually, Neil has a review on the site. He really liked it. I, I want to see what you thought I, of it.
0: I, I saw it last night, and uh, let me let me um, bring up the IMDb
2: page so I can. The trailer had something about it that movies like that always suck me in, and I always am disappointed. So I didn't go see it. Um,
0: well, the the, the premise is uh, I, The beginning of the movie, um, Brendan Gleeson is threatened in a confessional and he's this nice priest in this small coastal Irish town. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is Chris O'Dowd's in it. um, And I think, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Kelly Riley, who was in, um, oh God, she was in Flight. She played the junkie in Flight uh the Denzel Washington movie yeah. of two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's a it, overall it's a very it's a very good film. Um the the director is John Michael McDonough and you know he did uh he did The Guard um and he did Ned Kelly which was like over ten years ago. Um and so how do I explain or how do I just like it's it's obviously it's it's just all Brendan Gleason playing this small
1: is it a real heavy drama?
0: It is a pretty heavy drama, but it has this sort of you know it's Irish, so it has this sort of sense of alcohol humor. yeah, it does it does have that <laughs> uh it does have this sense of humor about it, but also then in the sort of Irish sarcasm of the pain of life, like making a little joke about this awful thing that's happening yeah. and, and like James Joyce, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if I were to guess, I would say it's a cross between Waking Ned Divine and In Bruges. But wow,
0: that's wow. not a bad that's not a bad uh, mashup. Okay. <laughs> um, but it does have that. Yeah, Waking Ned Divine was like a pure comedy, yeah. but this has some really heavy stuff. And basically, without you know, I don't want to give too too much away, but so Brendan Gleeson is a Catholic priest. We find out he came to the priesthood later in life like had some sort of demons. And, and I guess he came to the priesthood to kind of rectify those or become a better man. Uh, and, and that, um, the, um, the woman from flight plays his daughter. And, you know, so the movie takes place over about a week and you see everyone in the town. And this film, I gotta say, is a pretty hard indictment of the Catholic church. Because you would think, you know, from, from, uh, from our American eyes, we'd be like, oh, everyone in Ireland's a just devout Catholic. And it's like, well, no, the Catholic Church did plenty of evil shit there, like it did all over the place. And he has to bear the brunt of that. Mm-hmm. Everyone is, like, pissed at the church for something.
1: But he's a man of faith. He's yeah. a
0: man of faith. But
1: and he may as well have been
2: the one that molested all the kids.
0: That's kind of how he gets treated. Mm-hmm. And... He doesn't, and I, and I think it's really sort of, not to get too like grandiose in terms of what I think the writer's themes were, but it seemed to me like a lot of the writer's themes were, see what happens when the church did this and abused its power, what it does. it What should be a nice small town with everyone's got good moral compass, it's up for grabs. Mm-hmm. And this nice little Irish coastal town is like, these could be characters in some big city, you know, type of, type of story. And it, you know, what, what betraying that trust means, what it does, how things deteriorate. Um, and, and, you know, it, it kind of asks a lot of questions of, you know, the, why are we here? Do we need religion? Mm-hmm. What is its purpose? You know, and, and look what happens when power is misused. And you see, you know, Brendan Gleeson is sort of the only man with a moral compass and a faith, but he is challenged at every turn. And many of these challenges you make him and you, the viewer, go. Mm. a <laughs> good point? Like the, this, the Catholic Church did do all these things—they molested people and covered it up—and you know, sent some of the priests to Africa where no one will—you know—they can run wild, <laughs> you know. And so, um. There's a lot of that in there, and as as he wrestles with his own demons, and it's a very you know, like a lot of European films, the pacing is very methodical, um, which nor I don't mind. I don't have a problem with that. There's a couple times where I thought,
1: speed it up. You could
0: you could have (laughs) gotten us to the thing because we all kind of it was clear. Like okay, Mm -hmm. this is where we're heading. Yeah, let's just get there. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just get there. So. But overall, it's it's it is definitely a hashtag work it, and um, you know it's gotten a limited release. I was able to see it on the big screen in the landmark, which if you can see it on the big screen, I would recommend because oh, it, is, okay. it has a lot of beautiful Irish countryside. Oh, that's good. To and know. then the, the 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 director, I think the director must be a surfer, because or he wanted to show um, like hey. Ireland isn't this, hey, he folk tale. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you know, and and I because it was this very subtle thing. They're in a coastal town, and there's a lot of like walking along the beach and having these introspective moments or these deep conversations with people. And in the background, you'd see guys catching waves. I mean, I I noticed it, but, you know, or I'm like sure
1: it was intentional.
0: Two surfers walking out of the water, way in the background. Mm-hmm. And like one time he's walking and talking to this girl and she's like, oh, I'm visiting from this other town. He's like, have well, you done any surfing? She's like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, oh, this is a surf town. Uh, and so, but it was very little subtle thing, but it, yeah, it absolutely was intentional. Mm-hmm. And I think sort of, I don't know, I'd be curious to see what specifically the director had to say about that. My interpretation of this was it was sort of, showing Ireland, like, this is what it is today. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people questioning the Catholic Church. They don't just line up for it because their great-grandfather did, you know? And there are people surfing, and there is interracial marriages and all this other stuff, and you're like, oh, okay. And so it was very sort of, as this priest wrestled in the middle of all of this, um... You, it sort of gave us the viewer, especially, you know, as an American watching this, uh an interesting take on what sort of, I think it's also kind of like this little town, this is also kind of what all of Ireland is wrestling with on a lot of levels mm-hmm. because the Catholic church was so ingrained there. Mm-hmm. And because of all the problems, you know, and Ireland's own that it's had its problems with, you know, Catholicism and the Protestants in Northern Ireland and all that stuff. So it's a really, I think it's a really interesting film in terms of of all of that social commentary, politics, but also then there's just great performances by everybody. You know, Brendan Gleeson is, he's just great to watch. He's just one of those guys that just is always interesting. And a lot of times he plays a heavy handed street, Thug, you know, kind of mid level, you know what I mean? Like Gangs of New York, yeah. again those, those mm-hmm. he plays mm-hmm. a lot of those guys. Yeah, but so to have him be kind of more peaceful and subdued, yeah, you know. But again, that's where the that sort of Irish sense of humor would come in. People would say things, and they'd all just like, oh, have a little funny quip, like <laughs> you know, and 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 so it was, it was really i really liked it i liked it a lot
1: well this is a good time to catch up on indie movies right now because the theatrical releases are you know yeah the summer season's mm -hmm. dead and we're in our february of the fall yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) the oscars haven't started yet yeah Yeah.
2: the uh just the sound of it giving a glimpse into a different version of ireland i think is good i mean we we know it as drunks sheep the ira very minimal sort of cross-sections right. of this broader version of... And I'm sure Irish people watch that and go, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like, that's not... That's, we're not always just sitting around pubs. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't all sit around pubs. And yet there is... They, right. They do go to that's pubs. That's a component, yeah. It is but, It is definitely a component. But yeah, it wasn't the just like, top of the morning, last Yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. There, was, there,
1: was, there was... And They're always after me, lucky
0: charms. <laughs> exactly. Well, that that's, that that stereotype and that depiction mm-hmm. of them, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what this filmmaker... Went because he's probably Irish, I would assume, and is like, uh, no, you know, there is green countryside, yeah, mm.
1: and you know, but this is this is—it's not all Darby O'Gill and the Little People, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and this is what what it is, and not everybody is is agrees on mm. everything, as is mm-hmm. the case in any country, yeah, you I like know, that. and not everybody just plays Gaelic football. Some people are into surfing now, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. and so because there's a is as. as this might bother chris but i'm gonna reference a surf documentary
1: <laughs> actually no you haven't done it in a while so it's okay yeah this episode's
0: halfway to 4. yeah, we, yeah. Um,
1: no we've reset go yeah. ahead
0: <laughs> right because i just got back from china
1: right <laughs> um,
0: but in step into liquid which is a, a great surf documentary that i've mentioned many times one of the things in china in china um <laughs> they go to northern ireland and there's Protestant and Catholic kids surfing together. Nice. And these guys who are from California, who are of Irish descent, it was like cool for them. Mm-hmm. And so they're, and this Step in Liquid came out 10 years ago. So obviously, and I've talked to other surf buddies who are like, oh, I've surfed here and here and here in Ireland. So like that's become part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was why the, the, the filmmaker wanted to sort of paint the whole picture of it and not just the sort of lucky charms. Version yeah. Of it. So yeah, it's worth seeing on a lot of levels. Just first and foremost, solid acting, solid acting by everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I also saw a UK movie, um, Ooh. Frank. Now, if you've never heard of this film, um, it stars Michael Fassbender, uh as they lead in a band that's going nowhere but he never takes off his prosthetic head that looks good so I like he's actually in the uh so it's kind of a dark comedy um it's not bad it's one of those movies too i'm i think michael fassbender even inside the head he's such a great actor you kind of um he just makes you care about him even though you can never see <laughs> his face or well, he's uh, kind of a anything.
2: genius lyricist at least what i saw from the trailer something like like he has he's gifted or is it just a gimmick that he has the head well this is well, the th-
0: director is uh, from Ireland as well Lenny Abrahamson Abrahamson
1: yeah it's here's the great thing about the movie is it actually explores it has very little to do with music uh, okay. uh, that that's what kind of Makes it interesting. You don't get this from the trailer, but – because from the trailer makes it look like, oh, it's this band with a weird lead singer, and it's, yeah. you know, their journey on making yeah, it. Yeah, they're about to make yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like that at all, which uh, – that's only what it is on the surface, but it, it it's really about, like, uh, the artist mentality. Is it – do you really need to be um, – I think that's actually uh, – Um. Gleason's son. Yeah. Yeah. Dom
0: yeah, Damaha uh, Dama, Damahael Dama, Gleason. Domale Gleason is Bernie Gleason's son. Brennan
1: Gleason's son. Oh, Brennan Gleason's son. It, it's it's about um if you're an artist, where does your inspiration come from? Is it mental illness is it because you've had some tragedy in your childhood it's right. so miserable is that what makes you a great artist and it kind of explores those questions um through the eyes of like the um the new neophyte musician that he's trying to make it and he hooks up with the band because the band there's so many um there's so much mental illness in the band, like one guy tries to drown himself, like the keyboard <laughs> player, then the keyboard player, it opens up. So then the the new character comes in and everything is kind of seen through his eyes. But what I find fascinating about the film is that there's not one good musician in the film. Everyone's <laughs> fucked up and horrible. And like they really they have different levels of delusion about either how they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. or um, what their talent levels and abilities are. Yeah. And um, it never stops being a, uh, like there's never one, and this is not a spoiler, but there's never one scene where you're like, oh my God, they're such great musicians. It's deliberately, intentionally, you know that from the beginning, these are horrible musicians and they're yeah. never going to get any better because they're so fucked up and it has nothing to do with music, whether they were doing pottery, it doesn't matter, they'd never get any better. Yeah. Um. So it, it's this great kind of, exploration of delusion, (laughs) mental illness, and uh, artistic inspiration. And... It it, um, it it starts off kind of funny and a little dark, but then it kind of meanders a little bit. It it gets off the mark a little bit. Then it like it's like all right, well now it's not as funny, but it's also not quite that poignant. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna stop being funny, if, then if you're gonna reveal some truth, that's fine. But it never really gets there. Yeah. It's like I'm stop being funny, but there's no giant truth reveal. Here. So it's okay. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a bad movie at all. It's, um, it's quirky. It's fun. Michael Fassbender does a great job. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal does an amazing job of being like the bitch in the band. And she's absolutely so nasty. And re- she probably has some of the funniest uh, scenes. Um, because the, the thing about her is she's you know just as fucked up as everybody else in the, uh, in the movie. So it's one of those movies. Is it, it's a work it. But um, I wouldn't go out into the theater and see it. I would say you soft know, work it. yeah, soft. It's a soft, soft work. work it. it. Yeah, it's a DVD. Maybe. it's a rental. Not and a it's hashtag a, work. it, Hashtag <laughs> work it. Yeah. But here's the thing that really our uh, hashtag soft work has, it. <laughs> the 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 thing that I love about it too is uh, because it's a it's a UK film. Like their big break was like the New Faces uh, stage at South by Southwest because mm-hmm. they had gotten like mm-hmm. um, you know a bunch of YouTube what's uh, well, interesting whatever. i'm reading
0: because they're saying it was is is based on uh late british comedian chris uh Syves. he did this comedy character called frank sidebottom <laughs> and that's what the was was based on there's it was the
1: inspiration yeah yeah. yeah yeah and uh so i, I like the um the kind of like the interpretation of like you know the brits that come to texas to do south by southwest and like what their impression of america is and that that was kind of mm-hmm. fun too um. So it's okay. It's not. It's not groundbreaking. It's not amazing. But it is fun. It's a. It's a decent indie. Um. It just. It there. It's. It, there's no big giant truth reveal or anything. Uh, and it's not like crazy funny or dark. It like, it's. It kind of hits all the beats properly, but never. It's kind of like. It, it never right. really gets to. You know anything truly spectacular, but that's okay.
2: Head. I was yeah. excited, thinking like it just seemed imaginative and different. It
1: definitely is. It's it's worth a view. It definitely is. It's a uh, it's a soft work. It it is <laughs> well, soft work.
0: It. <laughs> Every time you're on, we have a new work. It, a new work it yeah. Yes.
1: You know what'll be next? Probably a hard leave it.
0: Hard leave it. Ooh, <laughs> hard leave it. <laughs>
1: So, um, now let's, okay, we actually have a shout-out that we have we to do. We do have a very cool shout-out. Graham, out. this is a, a, a issue that's near and dear to yeah. your heart. You want to take this very one? Very much
0: so. This comes in from uh,
1: Jennifer Christensen. Which and, is an amazing name, by the way. That so It's great. like, it's a real uh, actress name. It's Jennifer like Christensen. The part of Mo Flanders will be played by Jennifer Christensen. What was
2: the Led Zeppelin thing of, like, Velvet something? Velvet Christiansen. Two- Velvet Christensen? Something it's something like that where they're like, "Oh, those are the prettiest words." Like it just sounds yeah. great, yeah. melodic. This Jennifer is, Christensen. Jennifer Christensen. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's good. Um, I'm going to just read her email because this is um, she's doing like a fundraiser, uh, and it's a very cool thing. Uh, my name is Jennifer, and I'm doing a, an ultra marathon to raise money and awareness for the Wounded Warrior Project. I'm a pharmacist and have worked at the VA hospital and nursing home. I've seen firsthand how the lack of availability of healthcare can affect our veterans. Many veterans in the ICU. Uh, at the VA hospital, may have may have avoided their hospitalization if affordable health care was more accessible. The Wounded Warrior Project strives to do this by providing physical and mental health care as well as job placement to U.S. veterans. Uh, The race is a nine hour, 11 minute race during which uh, participants try to complete as many as one mile laps as they can. To donate uh, or learn more, simply go to fundly, F U N D L Y dot com slash American Heroes dash run. Now, the race was September 13th, but they take donations uh, all the way till September 20th. Um, So, this is four more days. You got four more days, guys. Get after it. Uh, this is a cool thing to donate. Um, see how Jennifer did. I've worked with the Wounded Warrior Project uh, on occasion. I did a fundraiser for them um, in uh, Hawaii two years ago. Uh, it's a really cool organization. The fact that Jennifer, this is her shout out, is, is a really cool thing. So uh, you have until September 30th, go to fundly, F U N D L Y dot com slash American Heroes dash run. And give whatever you can, because any any dollar amount can help out with this. And Jennifer, very cool of you to do this shout-out and to go on that run and uh, enjoy your uh, Hello Junkie long sleeve shirt that comes with you. <laughs> yes,
1: and uh, yeah, we appreciate you buying the uh, – because we have all the donation tiers up mm-hmm. on the site, mm-hmm. and you bought the um, – the two hundred and fifty dollar one yeah. which is really a uh, nice of you thank you it's
0: really cool so she's putting her own money to help promote to raise money for something else so that's very cool of you um jennifer christensen with a golden velvety name
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so uh jennifer do us a favor and then you know when it's all wrapped up email us and tell us how everything went and we'll we'll read a little update And just tell us how you're doing. Just let just (laughs) let us know how you're feeling, and if your knees hurt. And uh, you know, if
1: you ever get married, keep your name.
0: Keep your name. Don't take your husband's name. Don't. You can't ruin Jennifer Christensen. You can't. That's a beautiful name. You probably shouldn't get married anyway because it's a horrible thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think you meant
1: Graham shouldn't get married. What if she married into
0: Williamson? Well, if she married into Christiansen, then,
2: then Then
1: you did the right thing. Then you did
2: the right thing. Your maiden yeah. name was stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had to and like, if
1: you ever get divorced, keep the keep, name. keep the married mm-hmm. name. Her
2: real name was like Jennifer Grunch. Yeah, Grunch <laughs> and
0: Club. And it's like, ooh, Christiansen. So Christian you just married name. in for the name.
2: Well done. Whether he was, Makes sense. Whether he
0: was wealthy or not. You yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Hashtag work
2: it, Jennifer yeah. Christensen. <laughs> 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 Not
0: a soft work it, a hard work uh, it. Work
2: it. <laughs> If you're just joining us on NPR, that's a hard work it. <laughs> Coming up five past the hour, hard work it. <laughs> Syrian rebels reaching their room. <laughs>
0: The, we're
1: doing um, a pledge drive. Hard working. Hard working.
0: <laughs> Next $100 gives us a hard working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're raising money for a hard working. <laughs> Maybe that's the gag or for the TV show is that they've hired that guy to come in and really boost sales. All right. Thanks for joining us. And as you know, it's our pledge drive. So that's you know? right. Pledge drive. <laughs> <laughs> we're not fucking around this year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be pussies. Go deep into your wallet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all it does. He's one yeah. of those monster drag he's just races. muscle. Yeah. yeah
3: he's <laughs> awesome. That's whole game.
2: put down your kale and open up your wallets <laughs> you'll
1: have money for quinoa salad pony up
0: <laughs> i like it i like this hashtag hard work it guy
1: <laughs> he's got a future he's in radio I
2: can't. <laughs> hashtag hard work it no one says no to me i'll <laughs> <to> find you <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're also recommending people go to the farmers market. Farmers market.
2: You're damn right.
0: Locally grown organic produce. Suck it. <laughs>
2: Mention NPR and get $2 off a bundle of asparagus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coming up next, uh, Jasmine with her Spirit Voyager
3: book. Oh, Janice, book it, Spirit Voyage.
2: This book I wrote when I was Native Land exploring.
0: Exploring, Janice, boom.
2: And you can purchase that book.
1: Um, oh, so let's see. We've got uh why don't, why don't we go into Podfest? Let's talk about Podfest. Let's go into it deep. It is only a week and a half away. September 26th
0: to the 28th, guys. Dear um, Lord. Discount hotel rooms are gone. Yes. Um regular hotel no rooms
1: discount. are still available. No discount.
3: <laughs> Leave it.
1: <laughs> Buy them earlier next year. Yeah,
0: don't wait too long. <laughs> Suck hole. <laughs> um so, but there's still tickets uh, for the festival. Uh, day passes, Friday day passes, twenty nine bucks.
1: Saturday fifty nine.
0: Sunday forty nine.
1: Yeah, but well, get the whole thing for ninety
0: nine. Ninety nine bucks, hundred bucks. You get to see over thirty five shows, five panels, a stand up comedy
1: show. That stand up comedy show is going to be absolutely amazing. Right now, it's, should we announce a few of the names uh, that are going to be I on it? Aisha Tyler. Yes, Mark, who never appears in never LA. does stand up
0: in L. A. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Marin um i believe will anderson Will anderson
1: and right there just those that, three performers Shazam! that's an amazing stand-up show that's it mm-hmm. right there
0: so and we're gonna we're adding more so it's gonna be and we're gonna get some people who probably aren't even in the festival yes some big fancy names who are just floating around town
2: and you're gonna uh screen some of the movie or oh yeah oh, we're
1: getting to that.
0: nice mm-hmm. lead-in <laughs> <laughs>
1: The Comedy Film Nerds uh, live podcast at PodFest will not only feature Joey McIntyre from Hello. No Kids on the Block again. Please do not go, girl. Hard yeah. pass. <laughs> <laughs> we will be premiering an Earbuds teaser trailer. Yeah. About
0: three or four minutes of Earbudsery um, will be screening at uh, Comedy Film Nerds. We're at Saturday at two o'clock. Yes. Um, and. Those of you who live far, far away and, um, you know, a big plane ticket is a hashtag leave it. Um, mm. Hard leave it. Hard leave it. <laughs> uh, for hard
1: leave it on a jet plane.
0: Hard leave- <laughs> Don't know when I'll be back, <laughs> hashtag again. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, for $25, you can live video stream the entire fuzz. the stand-up show we can't live stream because everybody's act that's the only thing you can't see but you can see all 35 podcasts all the panels
1: all the workshops all
0: the workshops and if, if you watch us specifically uh, you can see the earbuds trailer we're only going to show it at Podfest Live. That's twenty five dollars. But guess what? But now, what?
1: wait a minute, Graham. Twenty five still a little too high. Can't you do anything about that wow, price? Wow,
2: what a great question, Chris. No <laughs> discount rooms. No discounts on the price. Moving along.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: that's, that's a, no, Chris, that's a stupid question.
0: <laughs> Coming out on DVD this week. Uh, no, actually, Chris, you bring up a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you use coupon code Nerd. Uh, you get t- 20% off, so then it becomes a $20 live stream weekend, so you can see everything for 20 bucks.
1: That's worth it just to see the Earbuds trailer. Hello. And Joey McIntyre.
0: And Joey McIntyre. You,
2: you'd I, spend $20 to see a preview? I would. Yes, absolutely. You, would ne- you never would. <laughs> <laughs> you can both sit here lying right to me.
0: Um... If they were going to do another Christopher Nolan Dark Knight movie, yes. I would spend $20 to watch that. Um, Or if Kurosawa came back from the dead to direct, yes, I would watch Okay, fair Mm -hmm. enough. See, I'm being very reasonable.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He comes back from the dead, but he just has a trailer to show.
0: Yeah, just a play. There's no
2: footage of him. It's just...
0: just, Oh, I really am excited about the new Captain America. I'd be like, you got it, as long (laughs) as he introduces it. So yeah, guys, go to uh, LAPodFest.com um to get tickets and info and if you go la pod if you just want to get the stream it's right on the home page or lapodfest.com slash live
1: yeah or you hit the menu button says streaming you'll find it's it. it's all there just mm-hmm. go to
0: lapodfest.com don't be an asshole you know, how fucking hard is Don't that? Don't be an asshole. Don't yeah. be an asshole.
1: Click on the link. Now, we've already sold a bunch of streaming tickets to Australia and a couple in Japan.
0: A couple in Japan. Oh, really? I wonder, what about those mm, in Japan? That's weird. I'm is
1: not sure. Maybe Andy Utech. Might be, perhaps.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Andrea that means Bob Andrea, you know, Ooh. come on. Ooh. We can track. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we, can, we can track it.
1: We are watching you. Yeah. We are watching it. Yeah. We
0: are watching you through the, uh, the, the camera mm. in yeah. your laptop.
1: You know, it's uh, Google ticketing. We can see everyone who's not buying tickets yeah
0: we're in your house <laughs> yeah being creeps <laughs> is that cool does that make you want to join our, yeah. our festival our creep fest um so yeah we're so
1: really out. excited about it i mean it's going to be an amazing festival it's a new uh hotel but um the great thing about it too is we've got so many more things for you guys not only are the shows and panels and workshops going to be amazing but there's going to be more parties more free food more yeah, free yeah. drink with your past it's going to be well worth it
0: well worth it and we will make Joey McIntyre sing again like yes. we did last year. Mm-hmm. I absolutely will do that. <laughs> There's no way he's leaving that ballroom without me
2: tricking <laughs> Are you going to do Hanging Tough for a little deeper cut?
0: I think we might go Hanging Tough. Last year mm-hmm. we did Please Don't Go Girl, mm-hmm. which I think I probably have to get him to do that just for the ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll get him to do it longer and <laughs> <laughs> just several songs. You yeah. guys could get together and crank
2: out some moves to do together.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a little choreography. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna, I'm gonna have, could he sing to the earbuds trailer? Sure, he's a <laughs> he's a professional singer. I'm sure he could. Um,
0: yeah, we'll get him to sing the film nerds theme song. <laughs> he's just he's just he's just gonna show him. Go no no guys. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not
2: gonna you have do a podcast that. dedicated to film, and who better to get than Joey McIntyre?
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course, of
3: course. <laughs>
0: that's who. Boy bands, that's who we get. <laughs> well he's been in some movies
1: and he's got some strong opinions he's got some strong i'd opinions. love to see your guys reviews of his films
0: he did heat last year with sandra bullock he was the you know oh yeah he was funny in that because yeah. yeah. that's and he's on this new tv show the mccarthys i mean that's what we, we joked about it last year on the show because he goes i'm not doing this part shocker i'm playing a boston guy and i was like do you just drive around with a celtics jersey in your car <laughs> and your agent calls up Get yeah. to Burbank. All right, you wicked cocksucker. <laughs> like, it just, you know.
2: <laughs> and he was like,
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's how it shakes that's
3: out.
2: That's funny. That's a good role to be in, as opposed to like the. Usually, what they have guys like that do is the former person who was pretty much themselves. Right. Like, yeah,
0: he's never funny. singing in any of these. He's always some right, right. some Boston, like, <laughs> Southie troublemaker. Yeah. You know, that was
2: like him and Bill Burr. And that's a funny thing. Yeah, that it dynamic. was very funny. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good.
1: Very funny. So, um, okay. So Dave, why don't you tell us about your upcoming comedy special Hello. and then we'll talk about oh, like, Ruin. yeah,
2: thank you. I, uh, well, and then you guys can, can shit on my idea too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Buckle up.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a Kickstarter, which, uh, it does give you that thing of you look at the names and like, well, I don't see this person. Where's this person? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, I uh, guess
0: I know who my real friends are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah, the, just the idea came about on the podcast. We were doing an episode on tarot cards or tarot readings, and this girl came in who was totally reasonable. She We were kind of all expecting her to have like feathers tied in her hair and all the the weird, you know, bird bones and things. And <laughs> <Bird> <laughs> bones. I needed her to have bird bones. My dad she- reads tarot. And he's—is he normal? or He's a college professor. Well, he's as yeah. normal as a college theater professor can be. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So bird bones.
2: To bird, she, so my dad has bird bones. Yeah. yeah. She's a theater person as well. I wonder what it's. There's something about the mysticism or like kind of. I liked her take on it. It was very right. just ah take it or leave it, but the, I like it. I just think it's so. Anyway, we all kind of went into it with just sort of okay, we'll see. And anyway, one of the things that came up is she's like, Oh, you have a project that you've been thinking of doing and, and you haven't really put any energy into it. And I was like, Oh, it's true. And it was this idea to do a stand up special that had animation kind of accompanying it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Well, you know, you, you gotta, it says here in the cards, if you try it, um, you know, it'll, you'll, things will go well or something to that effect. Or like, you should at least put some energy into it. So I just sort of mentioned, like, at the end of the episode, like, All right, well, if you're an animator and you wanna help, let me know. And all these animators like reached out to yeah. me and were like, I'll, I'll give you a hand. And so it's now basically like each three minutes or so of my set has a different aesthetic feel, like this different oh. style of animation. So, and it, so- it,
0: you're recording – you
2: would record a, a show and then they would animate it. I had to It's – it's been weird for like a year doing the same jokes over and over and over and over. And then not only that but trying to do them word for word the same so that I could send them – the timestamp. Send them like, right, I had right. to send a minute 30, it couldn't be a minute 40. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. like, and the jokes, you know, they always change a little bit. So I, it, the animation is very abstract. It, it allows for movement in there. It's not like Shorty's watching Shorty's where it tells the story exactly or like, you know, they make like a facial thing or some sort of expression right in the time that you say the punchline. It's not like that. Um, and it, we even like have some software that we have to get to to show it in that so you can... It's like VJ software. You can drop the clips uh-huh. down in the timeline and at a different rate. And uh, So anyway, we have the animation pretty much together. And You're more venue. than halfway
1: there already, right?
2: You're looking yeah. good. I'm looking at you
0: right now. Your goal is $25,000. Yeah. You
1: have
2: almost 19 grand with 14 days to go. We're here to tell you, you got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in pretty <laughs> good nerv- shape.
2: Oh, thank. I mean, that's still so far to go, though. That's like 6,000. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Dude. No, it isn't. We were it's 70 not. grand out four day, three days before really yeah
1: yeah it was crazy yeah, people just
2: ram- everyone's been telling me that it ramps up at the end but i'm nervous that that's just not gonna happen no it but does this
0: okay. is a yeah.
1: good
2: ground to cover
0: dude this oh, is six grand. so it's- we covered 70 grand in three days that's crazy were you about to give up right before oh, yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Easily. easily morning of we were 30 grand 40 grand shy
2: what was it that's
1: when, when i called Graham. Twitter. yeah i, said, I was gonna call. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like
0: i'm done i'm gonna go to yoga i'm out yeah. And he called me at like eight, eight thirty in the morning like, You can't go, Graham, we gotta call
2: this <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do it. Pledge drive. Like at day two, I was in that mode of just not to give up, but just be like, Well, I've already sort of uh accepted defeat. But I'm not gonna, you know, quit trying I'll I'll sure. you know, bug people on Twitter and whatever mm-hmm. till the end, but then go, Well, oh, I gave it my best. Let's, you know, I I try and so that makes me feel good to feel like to hear that it it has a good chance it's I got think. a very you're, you're, with 14 days
0: you're really gonna fund
2: oh cool I think right, you're,
0: cool. and you, you got really cool stuff you know you got physical copies of the DVD you got downloads um, you know all this cool stuff
2: you get a whole Jeez, you man. can get his previous CDs uh, there's cool stuff on here guys I mean it's it's
1: Got some limited rewards. The too. DVD
2: as well has like three versions, also. And and there's hopefully going to be an alternate ending because, like, I'm going to animate the one that we shoot live. Mm-hmm. Then this girl that I really, really like um, is hopefully going to do the end. I shouldn't say that. I might even go in after and edit that out. But um, there's a chance that could, either way, there is three versions. There's a version that you can just watch the animation with audio, or mm-hmm. you can put it on mute, even just watch cool animation. Then a version that's both of them, and then a version that's just a stand up if you want to see Hmm. that. So, this is cool for six grand, guys. Uh, David will come to your house and personally perform anywhere in the continental U.S. So, Mm -hmm. bring it there. Like, we set up uh, just a computer with an HDMI and run the VJ software. And hopefully, it's not someone's living room, but I put that on there just kind of in jest. Like, but if someone were to, I don't know, want to. Want to have some entertainment? I mean, you could do, do it. You could do if you that.
0: In the middle of nowhere, and you got money to hashtag work it, then uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll make it happen.
2: Yeah, that package would uh, that would really help. That's an, that's a higher tiered one. That would fund it. That would fund it. Put it
0: over the top. Yeah. Um, so cool. Check this out, guys David Huntsberger's animated stand up special. Uh, it's on Kickstarter. Is there like a short Kickstarter URL you got for people
2: or just go? Um, davidhuntsberger.com. There's a link there. Okay. There's in my Twitter. Pretty much anywhere you could find me, there's a link to it from there. Yeah, and um, if you just go into Kickstarter and,
0: and I just went into kickstarter.com and then searched David Huntsberger, H-U-N-T-S-B-E-R-G-E-R,
2: came right up. Yeah. Um, check it out. Yeah. Park North, Park We've been Bear, making Park like uh, these, uh, you know, thank you videos to thank all the donors and... Um, I'll probably add some new rewards at the end or if people have something in mind, you know, send me an
1: email. I I want Yeah, people what to, do you what do you want?
2: Yeah, what do you want? Like I want people to get what they want. That's what I like about Kickstarter is initially it feels like god, I'm just asking for money and there are definitely better, you know, causes like wounded warriors that you could give money mm-hmm. to, but you it's basically just a pre order. You know, that's you're, you're buying something yeah. you know, before it's made.
0: I think yeah, obviously giving money to a charity or whatever, that's great. And also supporting independent arts. You're an mm-hmm. independent artist. Yeah. You're not some wealthy dude. You don't have some big team behind you. No. And and anyone out there listening, you know, if you are already familiar with David, this is a great way to support him. If you're new to him, check his stuff out and this is and
2: yeah see if you like it I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, yeah the help I, i'm people have gravitated toward that they're like that it is independent and there's like a cool grassroots feel to that right, and we genuinely right. did go to like a high-rise building in beverly hills and sit down and say here's this idea would you would you want to like help with that to you know a, a higher up a hollywood type and he was just like no i mean you're an unknown it's a cool idea but it just wouldn't make much money, you know. If if you were a little bit more established, it, yeah. and you hear that a lot, and you're just like, so is that the the game you live in, where you just wait until it's your? Or I like it more that you, if you want to make something, you should just go make just it. Just go make
1: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the coolest the things thing. Things have the world. changed. Believe me, no one would have funded earbuds. There's no, no question. One. Yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: Someone would give us 140 grand. No mm-hmm. fucking way, man. Yeah. And if they did, they would own it, and there'd be all this bullshit attached. We'd to it. We'd never
1: see a penny from it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now yeah, yeah.
0: we own it, and we did it the way we want to do it, and.
2: That's how I feel. i mean, There's still so many things that can go wrong, but I
1: think. But they're yours. There might, yeah, there might yeah. things, and I, I can live thing. with
0: that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think ultimately, you know, you're a committed person, and you would, you're going to make sure this is good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I put that, so much. It's, it's been. I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. during the process, like, man, I got into comedy to not work this hard. Yeah, and you're just like <laughs> constantly in
0: motion. But you know, the thing is, I, you know, these last six years of doing film nerds and being on the road in this new digital era and the festival and everything. I've worked harder in show business than I've ever worked, but it is so much more gratifying. Because yeah. it's our company now yeah, and our thing, things. Yeah, I
1: mean, the thing... You know, how often have we worked on a script or a pitch for, you know, sometimes years and mm-hmm. like, oh, no one bought it. Oh, now all that work is it's done. done. Yeah, I have nowhere, no one bought it. So and now this it's yep. kind
0: of thing, like your Kickstarter or earbuds or whatever, every hour you put in, you get something back mm-hmm. immediately like yeah. it, it has a numerical value either a dollar or a twitter follower or just you've created this thing that you can sell mm-hmm. that people like and that that to me like i don't give a fuck about some meeting in a high rise
2: do you know what i'm yeah. saying like i know 100% what you mean I, the any realm you get into you automatically get kind of told what the rules of it are and then you at some point kind of stop, and you never question them. You get into the comedy mm-hmm. and it 's like if you 're lucky you 'll host you 'll feature you maybe get to go yeah. headline if you send in a tape, you could do a show here yeah. and so you you associate well that 's it That if you get that that is good and like when i I did premium blend on comedy Central ages ago, but I remember when I got there, I was you 're backstage there 's lights and moving things and cameras everywhere and It's exciting and then you go out and the crowd is so fake and they edit it afterward. Yeah, yeah, they're just like straight they don't even like comedy. They're just people Mm -hmm. that are in New York, like I sure I'll go watch a show and they get all fluffed, like big laughs, clap really hard, lap to where it throws off your jokes. Yeah. And you're just kind of doing that like well this is kind of in a weird way making a mockery of stand up and then they edit it in a way where you're like well that's not even how the joke goes right so you feel fortunate and and grateful that you got that opportunity on and, TV. yeah you got to be on tv you got your jokes out there to a bunch of people that feels great but you didn't really make anything and you didn't represent yourself in a way where you're like this is what exactly what i want to do and if mm-hmm. people hate it that's fine, but I made this. I I had this a is me. It's your own yeah, yeah. terms, yeah. This yeah. is me
0: on how I want it. This is how I want to present myself. And if some people tell me to eat it, great. Yeah, at least they're they're telling. They don't like my yeah. authentic self. That's fine, right? Versus you sucked on <laughs> on that TV show, and you're like, no, but they cut it, and then I, they, they, <laughs> yeah. the audience was a bunch of meth yeah. heads, and uh, you know, like yeah, yeah. You don't get control over that, mm-hmm. so that's awesome. All right, guys, hashtag work it. Huntsberger.
1: So now let's talk about this movie you saw. Um, it was streaming, Blue Ruin. It's yeah. a revenge flick.
2: It's on Netflix. I saw someone mention it on Twitter and basically just said, I saw this movie. Um, it's I'm still thinking about it. So the, in that sense, it must be kind of good. Mm-hmm. So I watched it with probably higher... I never would have watched it otherwise, I think. It just... Nothing really appealed to me about it. It's so weird in the... If you're going to put something on Netflix... You gotta capture them in 140 characters in an image, so the the cover of the movie has to be like, oh, "That's interesting," and then the, how they describe it. You know, a man goes back to find his soul, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And in Blue Ruin, the sh- if I were to package it or re, you know describe it a slightly differently, I would say it's it's kind of. I I've had a lot of these discussions lately where someone has something terrible happen. And then, or you hear about it, you know, uh, a family that has their child taken away and murdered, and then in the courtroom they forgive the murderer. They go, "Oh, someone didn't show you love in your life, and we forgive you and hope you find that love." And you go, "Those who who does that? Doesn't everyone harbor this natural mm-hmm. kill them, you know, revenge at all costs that right. that person has no business being alive? They took our child mm-hmm. and ruined our lives, and yet to find that compassion, I'm fascinated by that." This story is not that. This is a dude who has a terrible thing happen to him, kind of, and the movie starts with no real dialogue. It's almost kind of like uh, No Country for Old Men, or sorry, um, There Will Be Blood, where you're just following this character, and you're seeing through his actions who he is, and you're starting to get to know him, but he doesn't say a lot, and it quickly becomes apparent that something did happen, and this is all in the title, so I don't think this is a spoil of any sort, but... Mm -hmm. He's now like the the person who was responsible for this is free, has gotten out of prison, and he's going to go back and exact revenge. And that's that's the it take the movie takes you through that process with him. That it, you know it, whether he's going to like feel fulfilled at the end of that, or if he's going to just find that it's endless and, and an empty feeling, and just oh, I've just perpetrated more violence into the world and the world itself. And mm-hmm. there's not a lot of exposition or him describing how he feels. You just kind of see him going through it, and. It's interesting in that it's it's the equivalent of any one of us kind of doing that, just being a bumbling idiot, not knowing how to get a weapon, not knowing how to use a weapon, not knowing, just knowing like I need to exact revenge. That's it. And so, it's not Rambo. It's not a dude that's good in any way at all. He's such an he's not an idiot, but he just doesn't know what he's doing. So that part is believable. It's compelling enough. I'd give it like a soft work it. I think the (laughs) the the actor. It's almost like they kind of wanted to have Zach Galifianakis do it because Zach can have those sort of. He's likable even when he's maybe being, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, obtuse or a little off the mark or something. Whereas this guy, there there wasn't a lot going on. Making Blair. Yeah, I
0: I liked him. I didn't think murder party and Gretchen.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. As far as like from Austin, um, Gretchen was being made like when I was there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a fan of that and that whole process. And I, and I thought he was good. I just thought whether it was the writing or the way the character was built, there's not a lot of room for you to get to know him well enough to be like, mm-hmm. you never know really who you're rooting for or what redemption he's kind of seeking. And yet you do kind of think about it afterward. Like, oh, that maybe that's the point of the film on some level that, oh, he went through all that and- Maybe it is, but, you know, and they never even speak of this. It's only through, again, like hearing those stories of people forgiving someone on, you know, right. on, the, on trial mm-hmm. or whatever that I thought, oh, that kind of seems at the heart of this movie. That, you know, he, he goes on this revenge, you know, whatever you'd call it, like mm-hmm. tirade or, or a journey. And then in the end, it's. There's not really a lot there. So the film doesn't resolve in a great way. Mm. There's no like, oh, that character grew a whole bunch. And they leave one component of kind of, oh, I get it. It's this cycle that's going to keep perpetuating. There were things like that that I didn't like. But just overall, just kind of watching him go through it, and it was worth just checking out. Okay,
0: at, at the director, Jeremy Solnier or Saulnier, Um Sommelier, uh, Sommelier. yeah, he's a devil. He's a sommelier. <laughs> Um And looking at his... You know his IMDb page. He's been making making his living as a as a cinematographer, and he's only directed a handful of films. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think that, like, and he also wrote it? Mm-hmm. Do you think it was like a structural issue from a writing standpoint that were some of the problems? And
2: yeah, I mean, it I mean, it does obviously have that, that feel that like parts of it are beautiful, especially sure, in the beginning. It's beautiful, you know, it, it looks <laughs> yeah. really great, and and you definitely feel like that is the the heavier emphasis in the movie than bringing to life a character, really showing what they are going through. You, know, you just get these surface level kind of introductions to what his motivation might be and characters that come in to help sort of do so in a way where it's like, I'm part of a movie. Here you go. There's never like, Oh, that person has to do that. Or of course that person would do that because I know their character, mm. you know, they're just sort of introduced to kind of gently move the story along a little bit, but never, Never to add a whole lot of depth to it. that doesn't have this, this world that's very um, you know well landscaped, I guess. So I, I would say that, yeah, it makes sense that someone that the way it's shot, I really liked, and I, you know, I thought, if nothing else, that pulls you through it. The suspenseful scenes are, are really cool and mm-hmm. plays with light in a lot of different ways, and um, even just like the camera angles he chose to like shoot different scenes I liked. but uh, you know, some of the jokes they tried to make or anything with like any sense of levity was just kind
1: of forced.
2: A little forced, kinda of mm-hmm. off the mark some and just those little things that make a movie like those little mm. marginal things where it uh, could have been great and you know, just these fractional little things you're like, it's okay. Yeah. Well that, yeah. Um that does
0: make the I mean those yeah, those, yeah, are, those, those are those are the little moments. Yeah. Sure. Um well, well, let's w- talk about the next film.
1: Well yeah, I want to talk about uh this is a pick that I wanted to talk about um Under the Skin because this was a movie that I actually um heard so much about. This is the Scarlett Johansson another UK movie mm-hmm. um you know as an alien that comes down and she's fully, seduces, naked, in this fully naked seduces men and eats their skin through some kind of amber pool. Whether she not it. This is not, mm-hmm. Lucy. This is not <laughs> Lucy. No. Now um Neil really thought it was amazing. You can read his review on the site. It's one of those movies that's either you love it or hate it. It's it's either it's kind of like um, a Tree of Life or Upstream Color, where the movie doesn't give you a lot of information. It, mm-hmm. There's very little dialogue in the film. It's very um, it almost looks very avant-garde. dark. Right? It's very dark. It's uh it's very avant garde. It's a very it's almost an experimental film mm-hmm. and. It either resonates or it doesn't. And I found this movie to be um, inaccessible and did not resonate with me. I really did not like this movie. And no matter how beautifully it was shot or whatever, or how beautiful Scarlett Johansson is, and she is, um, the movie just really, it didn't do it for me at all. It didn't resonate at all. And it was like, okay, well, it's an alien movie, but it's also an alien that is kind of seeing the world from... You know, seeing humanity through alien eyes, I I got that, you know, and it takes so long to go anywhere or get anywhere or do anything. And, you know, she has an accomplice. It's just a guy on a motorcycle. You don't know what his role is or what he does and all this, like, it's pretty much left up to you to fill in connect the dots or, and fill in the missing pieces. But the problem is you don't want to connect the dots or fill in the missing pieces. You're yeah. like bored or not interested. And I really, it didn't do anything for me. And this is the director for um, Sexy Beast. This is, uh, I think, it's Jonathan Glazer, I believe. Uh, if you it pull, pull it up. Went down, so. And I went down. Okay. So anyway. I
2: read a, th- you know,
1: some little, and I'm
2: probably not remembering it correctly, but basically that he had kind of free reign because.
1: Oh, Yeah and what was weird is that um, and I'm looking watching this movie and then it, as the end credits are coming up it was like based on a book I'm like this is, this is there's no way this, <laughs> that book was thrown away and uh, this was just kind of an interpretation of that mm-hmm. um, I think they probably bought the rights to the book and then um, it just kind of went off on a tangent and that's what he made the movie on um, so it it it's one of those like like I remember like feeling that way like when I watched Upstream Color. The difference is with Upstream Color is I afterwards went on to the internet and to the Wikipedia and read interviews and then it gave me kind of like the roadmap of the film and then that film made perfect sense because all the information was there. You just kind of needed a key to unlock it. Mm -hmm. Whereas this movie, there's no information there and you just kind of, kind of, okay, well, maybe this is what he meant and this is where he was going and, oh, I get that and it took you an hour to get there. It's, come on. So
0: Jonathan Glazer is the director and he did do Sexy Beast. Yes.
1: And Birth. So and, yeah. uh, this is either a love or you hate it. I'm sure there's people in the audience right now listening going, oh, my God, I love that movie. It was beautiful uh, under the skin. I did not like it. Now, I didn't hate it. It just didn't resonate with me. It wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen, but it, it didn't work for me at all. So it is definitely a um, a hard leave it. Oh. Yeah. I'm going hard leave uh, hard it. Hard yeah. leave it. <sighs> hard leave it, yeah. That's bold. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing not it. I'm going those. hard leave it.
0: Ooh, our first hard leave it of the yeah. day, everybody. <laughs>
1: Hard leave it, Bill. And also in DVD finally is Godzilla. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, uh, granted, I liked this movie better than you.
0: No, uh, no. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> and you mildly enjoyed
2: it.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. I Still enjoyed haven't seen it. I enjoyed the parts that Godzilla is in. Which now, is, you not, said, they,
0: I think it was Nerdist. I forget what it was, but they I heard that Nerdist actually timed. And it was something like eight and a half minutes or something (laughs) where you
1: actually see... Full Godzilla. Full Godzilla. Well, now, what I found fascinating about this is, like, it's very difficult to make a Godzilla movie. This day and age, it's really hard. You're going to do something different or interesting. I mean, it's been screwed up so many times, Matthew Broderick movie. Um, People
2: have been writing, as this one came out, and it was getting the initial great reviews, and someone I saw, like, on Twitter had said... Here's why the original, or here's why the previous one, the Matthew Broderick one, right. was actually better than this one. I didn't read it, but I was uh, curious. Like,
1: well, what what, I, what is amazing is that like this movie got the hard parts right and the easy parts wrong. Like, mm. how do you even do that with a Godzilla movie? Like, um, it got Act One and Act Three right. Like, it's okay to have a setup and you don't see a lot yeah, of Godzilla yeah. in the first Build act. Attention. That's where does he perfectly look like? fine. <gasps> Develop the human characters. That's fine, and then you get a great climactic fight Big scene fight. at the end Great. which is the last act, but the middle part is like, wait, I'm not seeing any Godzilla. I'm seeing, you know, boring human <laughs> hour, interaction.
0: Minute, hour fifteen is when Godzilla first
1: finally appears. So mm-hmm. it was, it was like it. It seemed like it was so Fully simple. Erect. How you could, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how you could have made this movie amazing, and uh, how could you miss the mark so blatantly? And you know, you, you wow. read the interviews with the filmmakers. Oh, we wanted to treat yeah, it like a horror movie up. where I, you only see the monster at the end. That, what You're are you talking idiot. about? We've been seeing Godzilla since what the the 50s you don't hide godzilla from us you don't hide
2: godzilla
0: yeah how dare you it's like jaws (laughs) tell me what shark movie had come out prior to jaws exactly shut the fuck up and watch pacific rim you goddamn assholes yes
1: it was unbelievable (laughs) uh and by the way i'll give pacific rim a lot of credit no movie got into monsters fighting robots quicker than Pacific Rim it (laughs) went and whatever
0: whatever Pacific Rim's little faults were who gives a shit it was monsters and robots just fighting in cities (laughs) picking up tanker uh, like uh, tanker uh, boats, like tank oil tanker ships, and smashing them, yeah. and hitting each other with like baseball bats. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I am really excited
1: to see the sequel because I think what they're going to do is they're going to take all the stuff that they did wrong and learn and really just make it amazing. I'm, I am excited they for the second. One. Openly make fun
0: of the dumb Godzilla.
3: <laughs>
0: like they <laughs> like, should be watching the guys who fight the robot, drive the robot fighters, should just be watching it. Going, oh this is so dumb. Like yeah. this would never
1: happen. We never see the monster. How are we going to fight it? How we could fight it? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> they should do something. It's just, like, it's so stupid. So, I could make a better goddamn Godzilla movie than that idiot.
1: So Godzilla was in the movie. Go. Um, Give me and, a Godzilla bitch. Yeah.
2: Here. Here. Uh, we get Godzilla. I hope it's not as bad as you trying to say tanker. A
1: tanker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oil tanker is a tough, it's really hard to put those words together. <laughs> I could visualize it. I couldn't see it. It's 115, and the fucking power went out. Oh, yeah. The air conditioning. We're dying in here. I can't put together
2: oil and tanker (laughs) for our ship. We're on your side. <laughs> <laughs> These are very difficult circumstances. <laughs> Thank you for coming in to pitch your Godzilla movie. <laughs> I'm not done
0: yet. I am in a high-rise glassy building, and you're an important <laughs> show business person, but I want to tell
2: you.
1: Can I get you a water? Yeah, <laughs> make it goddamn
0: cold. <laughs> Godzilla, origin story, then let's fucking get after it. Start mm-hmm. blowing shit up.
2: But didn't they kind of try to do that with King Kong, and people weren't psyched about that either? Oh, the three-and-a-half-hour Peter Jackson one?
0: Yeah. get yeah. cut an hour... And a half you don't out of need that. need
1: the dinosaurs, right? Nah, I don't give a shit. Well, you need the dinosaurs. You just don't need that much. Not many of them, of them. And that much of Skull Island and that much of um, ice skating in the park or whatever at the end. It was. Uh, that was. You know, again, that was a movie that could have been really good, but you literally could take a minimum of an hour out of it. An hour.
2: And, what would you do origin story for Godzilla? An explorer on a boat going to find him? Some people absentmindedly feeling a shake? Now, I wouldn't do an
1: origin story for Godzilla. You'd say I, he's,
0: a, he's established.
1: Like like they did in the, this is the one thing that they did right in the, uh, in the Godzilla movie. He's already established. He's been around before. All right, well, let's see him again.
0: Oh, well, yeah, that was cool. And they uh-huh. they they'd try to cut the cover-up angle. Yeah, that yeah. was interesting. Uh-huh. I would yeah. take act one of
1: this one. Act one and act three. To eliminate act two. And act two would just
0: be more fucking thumping skulls. I would get rid of this, like, <laughs> yeah. this That's guy. That's always your answer for everything. Yes, <laughs> knock the fuck out. Calvary, more knockouts.
3: <laughs>
0: Under the sun, more fucking knockouts. <laughs> like, if, if, Here's the thing. I'm going to see Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see a movie about a giant goddamn reptile that blows shit up. Mm-hmm. Let's go with nuclear Let's, breath. I like, want to be a think piece. No, I when I want a think piece, I'll go watch Calvary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? When I want to watch the UFC, I don't want to hear how the fucking gloves are made. I want to see two guys <laughs> in a goddamn cage beating the snot out of each other. So get after it. All right, sorry, it's hot.
1: Yeah, no. It's- <laughs> you make some valid points you really do (laughs) Uh, who's going to argue with you on that yeah (laughs) now the next movie also The Fault in This Are Stars now you had a problem with that movie because you said there wasn't enough cancer (laughs)
0: What's a movie. What's with all the, oh, I'm feeling better. Let's fucking do it. Metastasize that shit, motherfucker. Quit the bullshit. I want, I want more chemo. I'm falling in love. No one fucking cares. <laughs> yeah. No, this movie is great. I talked about it last week and yeah, I know yeah. I said I'm going to put the review up. I'll actually get it up today. We got a little busy with the festival. So I will put my review up. This movie is really good. If you didn't see it in the theaters, check it out. Very it's, cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, now premiering, it's got plenty of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you like Now games, premiering. Like, this is what you go for. <laughs> premiering this week. Now, The Maze Runner. I, I have to say, this looks like a, a real guilty pleasure for me. I am looking I forward to awesome. seeing this movie. Yeah. I think it looks amazing. Yeah. I, I can't imagine what the pitch was. It's like, okay, well, it's Hunger Games meets Labyrinth
2: yeah that, no no, no, <laughs> no that's, that's, kinda, that's uh, what that yeah, was the pitch yeah. totally.
1: and, and uh, just I, I love that um sci-fi um premise of just like all right you know teenagers dropped in a place they have no idea how they got there or what's going on and there's they're surrounded by this giant maze and when they venture into the maze there's creatures that start eating them yeah. i'm like i'm like yes i cannot yeah, wait to see this absolutely. movie and
2: the maze can think
1: and changes yeah, itself yeah, uh-huh. each time it's like sold it's kind of like cube Right mm-hmm. in the movie too So I'm looking so forward to So what if they spend
0: a lot of time Backstory With these <laughs> kids in grade school And I can't get the right yeah.
2: grades
0: and Where did the maze so come from? what's happening
2: where that's becoming Sort of a drive Where people are going You know We're getting a lot of backlash Because Like people say that about Transformers It's just Michael Bay It's explosions There is no thought So is that where the repercussions are? Like Alright let's 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 get Cranston in it And let's really yeah, get I some think, depth I
0: think it's, I think it's Idiots overreacting to another idiot's movie. That's what I think it is, because Michael Bay's an idiot. and uh, But he's doing
2: what you want. I no, mean, they're no, he's swinging not. and hitting and exploding. Right, but there's no... His is insulting. The gloves never get shown how they're made. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves never get
3: shown how they're
2: made. <laughs> make a valid point, sir. Here's the, thing, here's the difference I will give you
0: with Pacific Rim and the Transformers I movie. Mean, Pacific Rim had enough of a storyline, enough of an interesting thing. Michael Bay doesn't even have any story of anything Mm -hmm. and the convoluted nonsense and racist robots i think what
1: graham is trying to say too there's a big difference between having no story yeah and an uncompelling one yeah okay like like michael bay like there's no there's no there's no semblance of uh it is but michael bay makes very clear which side he's on like uh, like i don't give a shit about story fuck you this is all you deserve Mm -hmm. and i'm not even gonna bother to put a story in whereas i think godzilla they tried and like well, let's put in the you know, this you know sure. this long story and it just, it just it just failed. Think
2: about I'm, I'm sure you've covered this on the show, but like Star Trek Two uh, into Darkness, I thought that is action at every turn. It, like there's a minute that goes by and then more action, but a good story, like a compelling story. Or I think mm, I didn't
1: it, like the I didn't like the second one as much.
2: Really, no, I, I, I thought like it. I thought it, it was means...
1: sloppy and it was really put together rather <laughs> poorly.
2: Oh wow, I, I think like for all the. Things you're talking about with the difference uh-huh. between, like, Transformers and then Godzilla.
1: Well, you know, you, you, Transformers it. is your baseline. <laughs> really <laughs> it is. You know, you can compare everything. Well, of course it was better than Transformers. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be another one, but Michael Bay is not directing it. So we'll that see. That one I'll see. Uh, now, next one is This Is Where I Leave You. Now, this is a, um, I think this is the dram- dramedy? It's an ensemble. What do they uh, call ensemble, that? Ensemble, ensemble, yeah. ensemble cast.
0: This is with Jason Bateman and Tina Fey. Yes, uh yes. It's directed by Sean Levy. Um, It's based on the Jonathan Trooper novel. Uh, You know, when their father passes away, four grown siblings are forced to return to their childhood home and live under the same roof together for a week, along with their oversharing
2: mother and an assortment of spouses, exes, and might have bens The cast looks great. It seemed funny, except when the, the premise is kind of like mom or dad before he died had one request and that's you're all grounded for a couple of days. You have to like, it forces them. That's the, the, you know, the gimmick that used yeah. to keep them to all get together. The will. That, I just Maybe don't, I can't, anyone that's had a family where like there is tension, you know, like that would never work. God, I never, yeah. Like oh, forget it. I don't care what dad said. I'm not staying around you asshole It's
1: not worth a million dollars. Oh, yeah. The money. Okay. All right, <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Worth it.
2: Yeah. I, so that was hard for me to believe. And then like, anytime I hear a line like. You're idiots, but you're my idiots. That's one thing Tina Fey says where I was just like, "Yeah, oh boy, that those are those We'll see are how many tough. more
1: cliches might end up in that movie. Oh um All right, you've oh kind of, kind of unsold me on it, all right? <laughs>
2: you just slid it over yeah. into a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. I, I think I'll go see it. I mean, but those I'll are things that it. scare me. Those are things where, like I'm preparing myself to be like, yeah, there have been a lot of movies that come out like that, where like a, a cast or I'm like, that's got to be great. And then... I don't know. Now this, I hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong.
1: This next one, "A Walk Among the Tombstones." This is Liam Neeson's new film, but I'll tell you, it's not like Taken or any of these other kick-ass movies. This is really a dark kind of thriller drama. Like this really, could be the turn yeah, for him. I think I'm really starting could. to this see is, people be like, I'm looking at the trailer, I'm like, oh, that looks really unsettling and mm-hmm. and depressing, and uh, you know, he's these, you know, uh, but it's also set up like a 40s kind of um private eyes it feels movie. very taken ish though
0: i know the trailer he's on a phone going i'm gonna yeah i have, I have a set almost almost literally says i have a certain set of skills yeah. I don't know.
2: it could be i don't care if you shoot me
1: i wonder if there's multiple i wonder if there's <laughs> multiple trailers because i saw one where it was just kind of this dark thriller where it wasn't didn't seem action packed at all
0: well well that's interesting because because if that's the movie then mm. i'm interested if it's just This year's taken, which he's done like four of these now, Mm -hmm. four takens, then.
1: I got the impression that it wasn't from the trailer.
0: I could see, I could see that the ultimate movie is not, but they cut it to
2: just could go, be, could be. Hey, you taken files? Here's or if the I think actual, you're totally right. I or, think they want to. The, it's 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 Transformers and Pacific or and yeah. Godzilla. You got to get both camps, you know? Like, yeah. We what, like the people first people or, trailer or? <laughs> is
1: like, okay, well now we're gonna w- make what the movie is like. Oh, it didn't test well. This trailer make a taken trailer. Like, taken, yeah, yeah, taken, yeah, yeah. taken. Yeah. taken it
2: and I think I think that's run thin. I think that people that really love just the notion of taken, like how oh, great Tim, yeah. Liam Neeson is a badass. Yeah, and then the people that really respected him as an actor are going. Now he's just this kind of sellout action guy. Taken to the wolf,
0: taken (laughs) and taken on a plane. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: I I thought the gray was uh, not taken. I mean, I thought it was different enough. It was different kind of allegory kind of thing. I like that. No, but but take, they didn't. They didn't in any way market it that way. No. They tried to capitalize on the takeins. If you
1: watch that trailer, you thought William Neeson, or Liam Neeson was fighting wolves in every scene. Yeah, yeah, you was. yeah. <laughs> he was. He
0: was going to the wolves and they're done going. I have a shirt and shut of wolves. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 he's got skills.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Never saw one talking wolf. I yeah. was lied to. Yeah. And it
1: was you know at, at the end of the movie, like, well, he's going to strap them to a sled. Yeah. He's just yeah. going to ride yeah, to the know. next one. <laughs> 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 Whipping
2: screaming with fire and
1: These
2: are those skills I mentioned. <laughs> I've run the rod.
0: And then it just says, coming soon. Taken three. Come, 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 come. <laughs> um, all right. That's well, our-
1: that is our rather very warm studio show. Do you guys feel the heat on the yeah, Taken a
2: bite out of wolves. Hell. That's what they should have called it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: a-
1: so, Hashtag. Dave, where can people find you?
2: Well, I'm on Twitter. It's at HuntsbergerJunk. Junk. I don't know why people still say the at, but uh, I feel compelled to. I think it it's, should. It's the www. It's still lingering out there in some ways. <laughs> um, and then my website is davidhuntsberger dot com. I even feel like the da- the dot com is, Well, I guess that's necessary because no, you you'd be a net or an org or, or dot com dot au or yeah. Um, and then. Uh, those are, I guess, the main places. And then I have, like, a Facebook page people can like if they're into mm-hmm. that. And then I do the variety show here in L.A. that Graham has done. So it's fun. fun. Yeah, we show, like, animation and short films and are all you that stuff. Are going to write stuff. some more reviews for us? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, we miss you on the site. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, Benjamin used to send me stuff more frequently, and I don't know that I'm on the letter of, like, what we need so much. I get those very Oh, frequently. I'll make sure. Okay, I'll all make right. sure you're on.
1: We'll fi- rectify that. That will. Plus, be... we haven't. Sent that many out right lately oh, because okay. of the festival and the Way movie. To yeah,
2: that's <laughs> yeah, sort of. I our, like doing it though, and I feel bad because I I don't feel like I'm a, a reviewer, so I feel like you worked really hard and made this thing, and I don't want to criticize it. But a lot of times it's hard because you want to be like, well, here's here's if I'm telling someone to watch it or not watch, I want to mention
1: here's what whether I it's did. good or not. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> and that's tough. I, I just you
1: well, know. you're a fair reviewer. Yeah. Okay. I Even handed. Here. Sure.
2: I want I, any any filmmakers out there keep doing it. Don't let any reviewers or naysayers suck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't let guys who can't say oil tanker
1: <laughs> <laughs> hold you keep back. Keep doing what you're doing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds awful.
2: You're all winners everybody. Yeah. You can do
1: it. Keep working it. Yeah. The planet's heating up and
2: soon the whole universe will die and none of this will really have any bearing on anything. So yeah. do what you like. Do what you
1: like. Yeah.
0: Everything will be forgotten. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we should have ended right there uh, That would have been great We're all gonna be done turned to dust, click um, Alright guys, uh, that is our show um, Of course I will be uh, headlining uh, The Zanies in Rosemont In the Chicago area uh, This week, September 17th through the 20th uh, Wednesday through Saturday Doing, I think, five or six shows So come check that out Wednesday, Thursday, to Friday, to Saturday And then... Um, September 26th through
1: the 28th. L.A. PodFest. At L.A. PodFest. Boom. And if you can't make it, streaming tickets are available now.
0: (laughs) Um, Streaming tickets. And then I I just, this just added, uh, as soon as the link's ready, we'll do it, but I will be headlining Go Bananas in beautiful Cincinnati, October 16th through 19th. And then we're going to do a new, we haven't done with this in a while, in November, a uh comedy film nerds uh stand-up, screening screening stand up and and short film we haven't done one of those yes. in a while at the new um the new comedy club that's inside the Chinese theater
1: it'll be really fun it'll be yeah. it's a co-production with Hollywood shorts so they're gonna get all of some really cool short films we always get for us very, Kimberly yeah.
0: always gets us really funny unique like short like the films. best
1: ones programmed at festivals yeah. it's not gonna be Sweet. random short films it's know. literally it's like the best ones you're gonna really see really well
0: made very funny nice uh, and we'll have a couple stand-ups in there doing yeah, some yeah. skits and bits mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll be talking more about that alright guys oh wait
2: I forgot, I forgot one plug and it's this plug week it. this Friday uh, September 19th I will be at the Oriental Theater in Denver, Colorado with uh, Dan St. Germain Nice, a co-headlining. Yeah, so come out to that if you live in Denver. And then the the show that the uh, the Kickstarter is for um, October twenty seventh through thirty first. I'll be doing a free show every night at the Creek in the Cave in New York at seven pm. And that Friday we're gonna like run it with the animation. So if you want to come see the see a test run of it, yeah, cool. All right, guys, thank you so much to our guest, David Huntsberger. Thanks for having me, guys.
1: My name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini, and as always, remember, han- shot first. First? First? first. Mm-hmm. That's hot. That's oil tanker. Oil tanker all <laughs> over again. <laughs>